Hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. Okay. Hello. Oh, God. Oh, oh there it is. Just like I expected. Hey, mine, mine was good. Yeah, I I think it's you. Motherfuck right on my computer. I got back spray from yours, maybe. Fuck. This oh, beer. This was a very yeah. good Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. This is overcarbonated. I'm going to go over the sink, folks. Apparently, I'm the only one looking for a beer in this place, but also look at that. Yeah, she's over carbonated like a mofo. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know if the microphone can even hear me from over here. Holy. Cool. <laughs> we'll see. It'll pick you up. Yeah, this didn't go the way we planned it. Does it ever? Uh, not this, this is bad. This is probably the worst one yet. Yeah. It's, um,. Maybe it's that Frank Zappa juice in there. Uh, something. So we're drinking. Yeah, tell us what uh, we're drinking. Le Deux IPA with Zappa and Equinot. IPA from Small Gods Brewing and Il Sauvage. Il Sauvage. In Victoria, a little collab. 7.5% strong beer. Nice golden color. Doesn't say anything about extra carbonation. Oh, she is super carb. Look at all those bubbles going up there. Ingredients, water, malt, wheat, and hops, and yeast, if you didn't know. All right, I'm, I'm back. Are you? From outer space. So what does it mean when the head is, like, ultra bubbly like that and separating? It means that the carbonation level of this beer is very high. Hence why when we cracked it open, it proceeded to spray out of the top of my can, and you oh. guys tried pouring it, and it was basically all foam. Yeah, like at least 17 carbonations. Yes, one or two. Either way, this beer is carbonated. Yeah, the color's nice. The color is nice. I haven't had a chance to smell it yet because I can't get in there. Stick your nose right in the foam. So Zappa is an interesting oh. one, where oh. some of the descriptors that fragrance like I thought very fragrant. So I'm actually gonna pull it up because I remember they had a really interesting um, <laughs> descriptor for Zappa hops. Who's they? Uh, the hop people. Ych Yakima. The YMCA. Yakima Collective. Not a not a sponsor, but also hey, we're here. Hey, look so, here. I don't work the face for that phone. No, uh, okay, that's good. There's Honestly. three three notes that they have, and their little selling sheet is sweet fruit, menthol, and spicy. Oh, I get the menthol. I get uh, fragrance, like a fragrant perfumey. Evolving independently, Zappa has developed its own rebellious aroma and unique flavor characteristics. Aroma is passion fruit, mint, spice, mm. tropical fruits, and fruity pebbles. Ooh, I like fruity like pebbles. The fruity pebbles. The fruity pebbles. Okay. And then Equinot, because I, I haven't pebbles. seen Equinot in a beer in uh, quite some time. underrated cereal. Folks, at some point, I will be able to give you some kind of review, <laughs> yeah, We just got to wait for the head to die down a little bit. Uh, Equinot, or what used to be called Equinox, uh, has strong notes of citrus, fruit, and herbs, which that tells us bugger all. Yeah. Thanks. Citrus and fruits. I do I'm pretty like... sure citrus is also fruit. It is, yeah. So two it different types of fruit. fruit. Uh, okay, here we go. Better ones. Got a nice little, like a, it's like a snow cone thing. Here. Yeah, it looks like a slope or almost. Oh yeah, put it in. 
Unique fruity and citrus notes include melon, berry, citrus lime, all one word. Never seen that before. Hmm. Uh, Apple and papaya. Also contains some spicy green pepper notes. Oh, I might not like this then. If I get any green pepper, you know I'm I do not like green pepper. I'm definitely getting like some menthol from that. The real green pepper is not good. Also, like that kind of like minty. I can edit this out, but how? Um, Holy balls, that's carved. How? Uh, what's the? What am I trying to say? I don't how know. harsh are we? Should we be? I mean, these things. We can be honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oops, we're struggling here. <laughs> I should say... Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, person that has a subwoofer, right? Yeah, I just choked on foam. I tried to pour the last little, like, ounce of beer into the glass and re- didn't realize how overcarbonated so this beer was. able to get through a little bit of the beer. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know anything about their process or how this was made, but um, coming from a brewery that has... To to this point, (laughs) specialized in... I get the green pepper. Yeah, so do I. Oh, no. I get green pepper, I get spice, I get menthol. I get, like, a background of fruit, but it's, like, primarily, like, green pepper and and spice and menthol. This is no dig at the breweries that took part in this. No, but green pepper, to me, is butt. It's the worst of all. It is the worst bell pepper. By far. Anyways. It shouldn't even be on um, the spectrum of flavors. No. Unfortunately, here we are, drinking green pepper beer. Mm. Um, okay, we're for a brewery that does guys. mixed fermentation uh, and sour beers primarily, I do wonder if something got in here and overcarbonated this beer, because I can't imagine that it was intentionally carved to this level. And if it was... Sorry, but I don't like it. <laughs> That's why I asked how harsh we can be on the scenes. Because like, I mean, I mean, I've had plenty of beers from both of these breweries involved in this that I've liked. And so that, it's not, well, I know. it's not a dig on either Small Gods or Il Sauvage. I've liked plenty of their beers. It's just this one. It's that is not. the thing. Is like we're not going to like every beer we try. Yeah, we've That's had true. them before. And just because um, we don't like it doesn't mean that it's not a good beer. What's funny? Everyone's it's, pers- it's entirely personal preference. Yes. I'm hoping that mine at home is less carved. Please let us know, because uh, I'm curious. I'm going to guess that thing feels like a brick, just like the cans that we held onto. This one's bursting at the seams. Like, I can't even... Like, I feel like if I squeeze it too hard, she's going to pop. Yeah, probably. Like a dandelion. Don't do it. Okay, so do it in your own house, not mine. I do get I do get the green pepper. I get the green pepper like spice. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like maybe maybe they can condition it. I don't know. Like can condition, you add extra sugar, or you don't oh. let it, or it doesn't ferment out completely, and you add another yeast strain in the can, and it carbonates naturally. So maybe they did that, and that's and they just didn't calculate it, it perfectly, and that's why. It tastes why. like you bit into a green pepper, and then someone sprayed perfume into your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the like floral, minty kind of menthol thing is what I'm getting from that perfume characteristic, which mm. like I actually don't dislike. I just don't like it as like the forefront. I could so. do without the green pepper. Yeah. I mean, once again, personal preferences. Yeah. This is not mine. No. This. That's perfectly okay. Yeah, that's perfectly okay. Some I mean, people out there are gonna like this. 
Yeah, I don't ever remember not liking a beer with Equinot, but I don't recall ever having anything with Equinot. So. No, me it, it got really pop, really popular for like a year, like six or seven years ago, and then it was just kind of like falling off the face of the earth. There's a couple breweries that use it mm. here and there, but it's not super well known anymore. It's kind of fallen into the background. Small gods and Ilsabaj do like to go outside the box. Yeah, they do. Like, and they Zappa do is also like. I've had a couple beers with it that I've liked and a couple beers with it that I've not liked at all. So I feel like maybe it's the hop more than the actual it's beer Zappa. or the breweries producing it. So right. maybe it's Zappa hops that's just as crazy as the late Frank Zappa. You never know I what you're going to get. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are. Here we go. Beer. Sports? That was a fun intro, guys. Let's never do that again. <laughs> uh, well, we can either do sports or we can do our beers and breweries of the year or whatever you want to do. Let's save that for last. Okay. I think. Uh, Let's talk sports. We should say this is our last episode of the year, also. By the way. By the by. Um, 20. This will be episode 21, believe it or not, already. Oh, yeah. We couldn't have ended it on 22. That would have been so fitting. Well, this might be split into two parts. So, so it could be 22. Now we have to split it into yeah. two parts. What's wrong with 21? We, well, because we, we have to be clever. Oh, we would end 22 and then the set the new year on 23. Does that mean we only record 23 episodes next year? 123. Yeah. That, see, actually, that is realistic. Time for that. 123? Yeah. We could do it. Usually when we record, we record two at a time. That's one every three days. We do like two a week. It's like 104. We're going <clears> to <throat> crank a couple out in a week here and there. You heard it here first, folks. We're doing 123 episodes next year. Good God. Please. Call us I'm out on it if we don't. striking that from the record. We're getting sponsored. We're going to get a <laughs> producer. This can be golden. I am the producer. And we're going to get another one. Okay. He's going to do all the editing. <laughs> what is happening down there? Um, that is my dog, dog scratching his lips. Scratching his lips. Good, good. It's itchy. It's the old jowls. The yep. old jowls. Get them jowls. Juice scratches ball. his face, sniffs his foot, goes on his merry way. Typical dog stuff. Yep. yep. And now he's up on his little uh, little pillowcase. But uh, anyway, um, for all those that have listened to our podcast, shared it, checked Loved it out, it. even if it was one second, or probably cursed us out because our takes probably weren't almost to their liking. Yeah. But That's we appreciate right. it. You're yep. listening. Therefore, we will produce more. There will always be sports. There will always be beer. And there will always be us. We're infinite. <laughs> We are mm-hmm. immortal. We are inevitable. We're vampires. Yep. Yep. What uh, sports do you want to start with? We have NFL. NFL. We have NHL. We have World Cup finals are finally set. Didn't miss a beat there. Should we? There's quite a bit going on, and I think like almost every major sport right now. The if we just do a little quick, quick fire in some of it. Right, Mr. NBA. NBA was. Wasn't going to be one of them, but uh, okay, the Raptors are struggling. Next, yeah. everyone's injured. I know nothing about the, uh, the old round uh, ball. This question and then is mainly for Adolfo. Uh, will Fred VanVleet be a Toronto Raptor yet next year? Yes or no? No. Gre- so. Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van, Van Fleet will be a Raptor. Yes. yes. Fred Van Fleet will not. Oh. Uh, no, I don't want any of the Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the they don't look like slender. they play basketball. They don't look like they sports <laughs> yeah. at all. They're fantastic musicians. I can't imagine they're good. Athletes. I don't think 
Fred VanVleet or Gary Trent are Raptors at the end of the year. Ugh. Who's the um, one young guy that I always see on TV? Scotty Barnes. There we go. He is who they're going to build around. He's the mold that they're trying to Him build and OG. their entire team around. That 6'9", lanky defender, 3D. Pascal will be there. Pascal will be there. Um, he's took a step this year that I think he's been way better than I ever imagined. Um, Scotty's kind of been okay. He hasn't been as good as he's expected to be, but he's dealt with a lot of injuries. The whole team's dealt with injuries. Yeah, I think they make a couple moves. I think Fred goes. I think Gary Trent goes. I'm hoping that's a tough. I'm hoping Shy comes to replace so bad. That would be my dream. That's a wet dream. So that's that. Um, baseball. Some hefty contracts have been. Hit. Good lord, baseball players make way too much money. Um, yeah, I don't quite I, understand how these contracts work. <laughs> Me? Well, so you Me sign either. them and they pay you exponential money. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. But I mean, like, <laughs> is there anything, is there any salary cap in the MLB? There is a very mm-hmm. loose one, yeah. Is it like if you go over it, you pay a penalty kind of thing? It's like a luxury tax, yeah. Which so, okay. the NFL needs to adopt, and that, but that's a conversation for another I day. disagree. So what? as of... Small market teams would be screwed. No, as of this recording, improve, if no. anything. Yeah, because then they'd get a cut of... The, Look at baseball. Small market teams suck. Yeah, look at the Tampa Bay Rays. Smallest market there is, and they're in the playoffs every single That's year. That's true. Um, as yeah. of this recording, Carlos Correa has signed a 13-year, $350 million contract. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Carlos Correa is, is not worth that money. That is a money. lot. He's now. how old? 36? Is he that old? Four? Two? <laughs> 20, 29. 29. He's 28. Holy shit, I was well. I, I feel like Carlos Correa has been in the league for 18 years. I, it does feel like that. It does feel like Holy, that. Holy, okay. Uh, and Aaron our, Judge, we should Aaron Judge. Before you say his contract, quick question. Is Tampa Bay considered a small market in baseball? Yes, very small. How the hell is that even possible? How is a, a Floridian team a small market? Because baseball don't like Florida. baseball in Florida. I'm pretty sure the Rays have the smallest like the Rays and or the uh Marlins have the lowest like average fans or average lowest average ticket sales in like the entire MLB. If I'm not mistaken. I'm probably am but um there's a lot of big ones that we kinda could touch on. Yeah. There's like the names that jump out like Trey Turner going to the Phillies. That's a big get for them. Justin Verlander going to the Mets. Judge stayed with the Yankees so, for nine years. I'm trying to figure out so how much he signed for. $360 million over nine years. Dollars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin Verlander doesn't want to win the World Series ever again, so he went to the Mets. Fine. Brandon Nimmo, who the Jays were interested in, signed a eight-year deal for an exponential amount of money. <clears throat> Which I'm fine with because he would have cost way too much. Yeah. Uh, they also signed Kevin Kiermaier, who's like, they were going after Bellinger. This is the Jays. Yeah, they're going after Bellinger. Kevin Kiermaier is basically a poor man's Cody Bellinger. He's basically just as good, just as good, same batting average, way better on defense, but doesn't have the name value because he wasn't Rookie of the Year or MVP. Because he was in Tampa. Because he was in Tampa. Xander Bogarts to the Padres. They have probably the scariest top four in the league now. Yeah, Bogarts, Machado. Uh, Tatis. Tatis and uh, um, who's that other guy they got? Last the guy year? they got. 
I'm drawing a blank. From uh, oh. from the Washington Nationals. Um, yes. Oh, Jorge? No. Oh. Hold on one second, guys. Yeah, we need this. Um, while you look at that, what else was big? Yeah, Brandon. Holy crap! You guys weren't wrong. The capacity <laughs> of the ten, of Tropicana Field is forty five thousand three hundred seventy, and the Rays average thirteen thousand nine hundred twenty seven per game. There you go. Why do they even have a team there then? That's well, like that's why they were trying. That's to, like the Coyotes of the MLB. Yeah, that's why they were trying to move them back up. To Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, what I was thinking is like. Florida in general is a pretty big baseball state in Correct, terms of yes. producing players. That's why I was so confused on how one of the major cities and one of the biggest states for baseball doesn't equate to good attendance. That doesn't make any sense to me. I but. think the Marlies are in the same boat. Or the Marlins. Marlins, yeah. They're in the same boat. They just like... Don't. I think it's too saturated. They don't get good attendance. I think the Miami every, Merlins. Yeah, I think they every average eleven thousand two hundred and three per game. I mean, they're they're the second least uh, and the third least respectively. The only one below them is Oakland. That's not surprising. Um, I think it's just because they have so many options. In Miami, you've got the Miami Dolphins, you've got the Miami Heat, you've got the Florida Panthers, you've got a couple of baseball MLS teams, team. you've got the MLS team. Yeah, David Beckham. That's that's yep. a lot to choose from. And, Miami FC. Go to every one of them, so. and then yeah, I mean Oakland, I mean in California, we don't need to go on about how many freaking California teams are. Yes, in the more major sports. Yeah, you know. gratuitous amount. So that was my quick tidbit on the MLB because mm-hmm. that was stupid. I that's even learned something of, today. Look at that. There you go. A lot of sun. Um quick quick touch on let's the World go, Cup. Let's go let's go. Yeah, the World Cup finals as of today that we record this on when Wednesday. 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 The World Cup final. It is on Wednesday, Sunday. my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> World Cup final. On I'm Sunday not going to mimic that noise. It's set. <laughs> we have um, ultimately what was it, what's, what I find interesting is um, the uh, the group stage and even like the quarterfinals and stuff. Everyone was like, "This is the craziest World Cup ever," which it kind of was. A lot of surprises, but in the end. Basically, the two teams that everyone thought were going to be in the finals. Yeah, most you, people. You got France, who I think was heavily fi- favored going yeah. into this. Uh, Argentina, I don't know if they were favored to get this They're like far. one of the top five favorites, but I don't know if anyone necessarily saw Second that. and third. I think it was a lot I mean, of people we're talking betting odds. We're talking about like well, experts and columnists and stuff World like that. World Cup rankings before the tournament started. Argentina or France was two, Argentina was three. <laughs> I just think that Argentina was one of those where you fans wanted Messi yeah. to get his cup. They just wanted to see Messi, yeah. Because you look at that, that roster, and he might just. Yeah. I hope not. I mean, he said I he said he today in an interview that hopefully he wins because this is almost certainly his last one. Yeah. He basically said it like he doesn't think his well, body course, can, the next can go through another one. Like 43 years old. 42. He's not that old. Isn't he He'd be in his late 30s at that point. God, man, I suck at ages. <laughs> Ronaldo like is older than him by a couple of years. I think Messi's 35 at, the, at this current point, if I'm not correct. Yeah, right on the, right on the money. Oh, he could do another one. I he probably he could. could. He just wouldn't be the He'd same. He'd be like Pepe from Portugal. Just there. I don't think anyone could Pepe do that. From Pepe was scoring goals this tournament. He scored one. 
But that's more. That's than, also because that's more Portugal doesn't have any other center backs that are <laughs> really fair. worth yeah. much. We don't need to waste. Our he could be like Hatiba Hutchinson. Yeah. So Talk about boring center backs. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, do they have a chance? I, yeah, Argentina I against France. <laughs> yep, I th- I think anyone when they have Messi on their team has got plenty of a chance to to win against anyone. Doesn't really matter who you have around him. He's going to create chances and he's going to create goals. He makes other people better, and I hate him for it. Yep. I want him to win purely because it'll just solidify the argument that he's better than Ronaldo. Yes. I want France to win. Hate Ronaldo. Go France. I picked France I at the beginning France of the tournament, lot. so like selfishly to prove myself right, I want France to win. But I think it would be cool to see Messi win. I agree. I want Messi to win one. Yeah. I do want France to win. I bet on Argentina. I was actually, ironically enough, rooting for Morocco to mm-hmm. go to the final. So was I. You and a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. First, they first looked, African nation to make it to the semifinals. Not good today. Well, looked, I don't think it's necessarily. Yeah, be, I don't think it's necessarily that they look bad. I think it's just France made them look bad. France is just good. Mbappe is unreal. Hernandez is good. That one pass he made today for the second goal. Yep. Yeah. Good lord. Yep. They're just. They're, Head and shoulders above everyone else right now. They're on another, so. another level. Right I'd be now. very and, surprised if Argentina wins, but and they're missing one of their. I still think they can. Scores in Benzema. Yeah. So, and arguably the best striker on the planet right now, and yeah. they're still in the finals without him. Yeah. So they're they're good. France is so, good. Yeah, this Olivier Giroud had maybe the probably the tournament of his life. Yep. Right now, I think he's heading towards the twilight of his career as well. Is he not? Yeah, he's in yeah. his late thirties as well. What's his club team? Chelsea stuff? Uh, yeah. yeah. He was with Chelsea. Hmm. He's moved around a little bit here and there. Played for Chelsea twice now. Giroud. Yeah, all right. scores goals, and that's all that matters as a striker, I guess. That really is. That's so, your job. Yeah. striker. Yeah. To strike. <laughs> uh, the hockey world is in shambles. Is in shambles. Oh, Things are happening. Uh, I think last I looked, and I haven't looked recently, the Canucks are two points out of a wild card spot. And after tonight, that'll stay the same because we're going to lose to the Flames. Who the Flames uh, losing us three straight? Who lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets? Oh God! So that that's fine. Tonight's that goal, that goaltending situation. I would argue that the Kings and the Flames have the worst goaltending situation in the entire. I right disagree because you're not including the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah, but they're Jonas, to be Jonas Corposalo and Elvis Merzlikens have been flops this Has season. Has Elvis left the building? Yes. But no one really expected them to do well. Jacob Markstrom's coming off of uh, a Vesna nominee. Do you not remember about a year and a half ago when Merzlikens won like 14 yeah. straight games and was in the Vesna talk? Playing for a very average Columbus team? I don't, because I don't that's follow the this thing team. Is good, exactly. good goaltending changes everything. Yeah. If you put a good Demko in front of the shit Canucks defense right now, different story. Well, they're, they're, not, they're not blowing right three goal leads. Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs are the best team in the league right now. Also, tell me the truth. Did either of you see uh, Martin Jones being no. tied for th- uh, third you and wins in the league? I didn't see the Kraken even in the conversation for playoffs. No. Martin Jones has a 13-5-2 record, and he's sporting an 8.88 save percentage. Oh, Jesus. The AAA is not good. No, no that's bad. The the, <laughs> the only other person, the next person that has a percentage under 900 is Marc-Andre Fleury down in 13th. 
and he's 10-7-1. and one. So here's the thing this season, too, is I don't think goaltending has been good anywhere. There's been a couple. That conversation's come up a little bit, and is it is the goaltending bad, or are the forwards just better? I mean, the forwards aren't much better than last season. I mean, goal scoring is up. Goal scoring is up, but it's not like they've drastically changed anything. It's not like McDavid leveled up and became super McDavid. Like, he still is as dominant as he was last super year. Super McDavid. Like, that's that's why I don't really buy that argument. I think goaltending is just kind of like not as good this yeah, it's, year. It's been tough. a bad year. Like, everyone across the board. Hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's happening. But, yeah, every, like, every goaltender is not doing well. No. I wouldn't say every, but a lot of them. Majority. Linus Olmark. Boston's had, in an all of the season. Like, yeah, he's had himself there? quite a season. He Can is 17-1-0 with a 9.38 save percentage and a 1.83 goals against average. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Speaking of Boston, that's a Vesna winning goal. Pasta's looking at a he's doing 11 that, million AAV next year. Yeah, he's not staying with Boston, right? No. I don't know. Do they have the room to, to sign him? Tell you. Uh, I'm sure because... In a second. Because like Bergeron and Krejci both signed one year, so they could nope. be out. They don't. They have a projected cap space of $33,000. But, so... but at the end of this year, after a um, couple of those contracts run out... Oh, you should look at the UFAs they're running into after the season. David Pasternak, yeah. Nick Foligno, yeah. Pavel Zacha, Craig Smith, Patrice Bergeron, Thomas Nosek... Uh, Trent Frederick is a restricted free agent. David Krejci is a unrestricted, and then on the back end, well, it looks like they're pretty pretty signed through through at least next year with all their defensemen. Connor Clifton is a UFA, and then Jeremy Swayman is a restricted free agent. After this year as well, this is the last year for ELC. I think Krejci's gone regardless, win or lose. I mean, yep. If Krejci's gone, oh, Krejci's only on one million. Yeah. So that doesn't even clear up space. No. Even if Bergeron doesn't come back, that's only two and a half million. Nick Foligno, oh, Nick Foligno can free up Nick some Foligno's space. Gone. He's on, he's on three point eight million. If he comes back, he'll probably come back on a league minimum. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do think that if they if they win the cup this year, Nick Foligno retires because yep. I think that's just kind of what he's trying to do. Spend his entire career. You know, not winning much at all. God, I hope they don't win the cup this year. So, I just don't think does anybody wants that. No. Uh, one of my coworkers does. He's a Boston fan. Fuck that guy. He's from Maine. If you're listening, yeah. <laughs> wow. What's his name? Uh, James. 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 Fuck you. Fuck he's you. also a Patriots fan. Okay. Oh, you're, even he's in my even you know, double. Yeah, I was gonna say. Now you like him. <laughs> so he likes all the Boston teams. Yeah, well, he's Is from he a Celtics he's, fan. I would assume so. If he, I don't know if he watches basketball. I don't talk about basketball very often, unsurprisingly. I'm giving you every single bird I possibly can. James, I hope your hockey team doesn't win, and I hope your football team wins the Super Bowl this year. Uh, vice versa for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> oh, why? And why? You know, you, I was going to say, you ask why? <laughs> I um, do. <laughs> in 30 games this season, the Anaheim Ducks have been one regulation win. Yep. And they are on pace for finishing the year with 36 points, which would be since the NHL 
went to an 82-game season would be the third worst points percentage and points total in NHL history. They're bad. I watched them play once this year. Immediately regretted it's it. It's unbelievable how bad they are. But here's have one win in regulation in 30 games. Here's the thing. And here's and I'm gonna link this back to everyone calling for a rebuild out win. here. This is a team in a rebuild. Like this team has young talent. This team's been in a perpetual rebuild since they've been good, which yeah. is like been exactly. a while. Commit this to is it. going nowhere. Commit to it. Like you've got Zegers, you've got Terry, you've got McTavish. Three players you should start building around. Now you add in who's that young stud? Drysdale, Jamie Drysdale, yeah. defenseman. He's a stud. You've got Cam Fowler, Mason McTavish. Good, yep, you've yep. got a good, good mentor on the back end. Like add pieces to this to start making it good. They should have traded traded John Gibson a long time ago. Their their defensive core. I wasn't even fully aware of how bad their defensive core is. I couldn't name anyone after just Drysdale and. Fowler. John John Klingberg, Ugh. Cam Fowler, yep. Kevin Shattenkirk, who was oh. good like five years ago, yeah. Dmitry Kulikov. Yep. Uh, who? This is a Finnish name. I mean, this guy. This is a young guy, so I know nothing about him. Erho Vakaninen. V a a k a n a i n e n. That is about as Finnish as it gets. Yep. I mean, I don't know if he's finished or not. But so he's only played seven. Nathan Below, Boley. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Anyways, Colton White and then Simon Benoit. I don't even Ooh. know who half of their defensive core is. That's rough. No. Um, John Gibson can only do so much. The very ironic thing of one of those names on that list is one of them signed a one-year deal, a show-me deal. For $7 million. For $7 million. And well, I think he might be the worst guy on that team, on that core. Yeah. It's been pretty bad. Like, I mean, their whole team has been terrible. No yes. one, no one has done anything. No. Um, like they've been relying on Henrique and Silverberg to be their offensive powers for three years now, and like neither not, of them are like they're not that. They're not going to win you games. Turn the keys no. over to Zegers. So they bring in time. Ryan Strom. They bring in Frank Vetrano. Like, don't get me wrong, Vetrano's good, but he's like a second, third line guy. That like paired with the right people can put some points up, but like as a first line, second line guy on your first power play unit, like he's not gonna get it done. Troy Terry, he's good. There. I think his his playing ability last year was a flash with in the pan. The thing with putting Bedard there is the same problem I have with everyone putting Bedard here. It changes absolutely nothing. Ooh, Our I defense. Disagree. What do you mean? You can't win. You You're can't win games with one player. With yeah, tell that to the Penguins that got Crosby. Okay, but they have defense. Are you, have you seen the team that was around him? Yeah, in his first year. Multiple outside of that, the rest of the time when he's been winning and when he won his Stanley Cups, the the team around him has had multiple Hall of Famers. Yeah, that so, doesn't mean that the team around Bedard is not going to be that way. After. So my argument. To I mean, if they have a good GM, yeah, the, the Ducks obviously don't. Argument to that is, how many cups has Connor McDavid won? Zero. Oh, zero. As many as the Columbus Blue Jackets. And that is, and, and I bring that up mainly because, because, well, exactly, and I bring that up mainly <laughs> because the Oilers have had first overall pick over, first overall pick over, first overall pick over, first overall pick, and have done diddly poo with it. Diddly poo. The old diddly poo people. Like the first overall pick is fantastic if you can capitalize and build around it. 
Now, you bring Bedard into a situation like the Ducks or the Canucks, who at one point were tank hard for Bedard, and we're still in a cap, cap hell. We still have OEL. We still have mm-hmm. Myers. We still have Pullman. Shit I mean, doesn't the change. reason why you get the first lower pick is because you're a bad team anyway. It, well, or yes. you trade for it. Or you, you trade, trade for it. If you're Which, smart enough. sadly, that's not us. So the Anaheim Ducks, I'm not, I like honestly, until you brought them up, I didn't realize how bad they actually were. Bad. But goals for, they have the second least amount of goals scored this year, right ahead of the Chicago Blackhawks and tied with the Nashville Predators, who have played three less games than them. Oof, how are the Predators that bad? This and year? then goals against the Worst. Anaheim Ducks have given up 128 goals in 30 games. Wow. Actually, which is 10 more than the Los Angeles Kings, and the Kings have played two more games. As of tonight, what? I thought they played tonight. They have the the second worst power play in the league. And they have. They've given up 130 goals? 138, yeah. And then they have the worst. And the Boston Bruins have given up 61. It's close. They have the worst penalty kill as well. In, so worst power play, worst penalty kill, second worst goal scoring average, and worst in giving up goals. They're the worst team. In the uh, yeah, they're they just they're just the bad. Poorly constructed. I think there's a lot of hope going into the season because they did fairly decent last year. That's I mean, they're all right. People. They're allowing 37.7 shots on goal per game. Oh, not not going to win your games. Yeah, that much. On to another disappointing team. Bo Horvat has now. Said no to Turned the down again. an eight by eight deal. Well, Allegedly, that's a, that's eight a by eight. Sh- that's a shit. If that's a real offer, that's a shit offer. I'm glad he turned it down. He's I'm worth sure, I'm sure he wants ten point five or ten. You would pay him sixty point guy eight million dollars. Yeah, I'd pay him nine. Yes. You would sixty him... point on that team? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'd let him go. I do want to let him go. That's uh, how much is JT Miller making? <clears throat> eight. No, 7.5, I don't know. Yeah, he's worth a lot more than he's JT. He's better than JT. No, sorry, JT's better than Bo. No. Has Not Bo ever gotten over 60 points in his career? I don't think that anyone cares about his career. They care about seeing what he's doing right now. What have you Which done for me lately? tearing it up. Is he? He's got 20 goals and 10 assists. JT Miller, as of next year, makes $8 million. Yeah. This year he's making 5.25, and then he makes Arden, 8 million. right there, see? Boom. Oh, he turned 30 years old. Here's $8 million. Seems like a smart move. I let I let Bo go. I think he's got to go. If he's wanting more than $8 million, yeah. that's not... Bo, <laughs> Bo's on 5.5 right But you now. have to trade him, right? You can't let him walk away for nothing. Absolutely. But but they're going to walk. let him walk away for yes. nothing. Yes. 100%. It's the Canucks way. It is. It's either, it's either they let him walk or he gets injured, and then they have... Like, there. why are they not just trading him right now? Right this second. As soon as you said, nah, no contract, I would have been on the phone and said, hey, Pittsburgh. He's been linked, I, he's been linked to Toronto a lot. Toronto has nothing that helps Vancouver. Not in your eyes. I mean, what would help? I mean, they have Vancouver? people that can score goals. William Neal has been in the conversation. Actually? Yeah. Okay, so of all the trade rumors I've heard, <laughs> it's been Sandine... And Toppy Namiela, who's a midget. A small person, to be politically correct. So, <laughs> so I think were, were you asking, 
Were you asking if he scored 50 points in a season no, or over 60? 60. Over 60, he's, he's done, done once. Yeah. Over 50, he's done one, two, three, four times. Yeah, that's consistent. So. At least. So is that worth I mean, 9 million? So you know what you're getting. In some market, of the seasons, yeah. he's, he's been under 80 games. So he had uh, last year, he had 52 points in 70 games. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, he had 39 and 56. The year before that, he had 53 and 69. So like all of these are shortened seasons. So like so project, on pace for more than on, 60. on pace for more than sixty every single year. Sixty one and eighty two in twenty eighteen nineteen. But he'll pay for forty four forty four and sixty four. No, but in today's 52. market, a, a first line center that's that's scoring. I don't think he's first line on most teams, but okay. So in today's market, sure. I think he's a he's a very good second line but, guy. I think he's a below average first line guy. He's currently second line on this team. Yeah. I just don't think so. The way it's I look at it is teams, on though. this team, you don't shoehorn yourself into his contract because you've already got Miller, you've already got OEL, you've already got Hughes, Myers, and then you've got to sign EP, and then you've got to find money to sign Kuzmenko. Do, do you have, have to sign, sign Kuzmenko? Do you have to sign EP? I would sign EP over Bo. EP has been the best Canuck player by far, hands down. I think he's been one of the best players playing right now. Yeah. Like, he has been... I mean, they're just in a tough spot because obviously you have to trade for him, but, like, even though he's scored 20 goals this year, hmm. teams trading for him know that Oh, teams UFA, know. So well, like, teams know that he's a UFA, but teams also know that this is an anomaly. He got off to a hot start. Yeah, he's, I don't he's think shooting he's... 21% right now, yeah. which is not sustainable for, it's for him. That's yeah. well above his career average of well, like 12 to 13. Like if Patrick Alvin was a smart man, and I think he is, strike well here is hot. He's got his highest value he's ever going to have. Someone's going to come after him. I know. In my ideal world, Detroit Red Wings. For who? Larkin? No, I don't know. They, 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 no, they wouldn't part with Larkin. Uh, Larkin apparently is on his... Potentially owns me out there. I'd be very surprised um, to see him with, with what they're doing right now. I'd be I very surprised. Would love to see be the worst possible time to leave like to Simon try. Edmondson, which is a pipe dream, a six-four Swedish right-handed defenseman in the mold of a cider. Uh, they also have Marco Casper, who's projected to be a top-six center. Like you're looking at guys that are going to come in and not immediately help. But looking at guys that are coming at some well, Patrick would be an unpackaged Demko in there and try and get Huso back. That guy again, why not? Right? There's a lot of there's a few teams. I also kind of hope they do stupid things with him because I want the Canucks to lose. So I hope you stub your toe. I mean that's the Canucks <laughs> way, so they're gonna do it. So I'm not saying the Flames are any better because they're in a fucking shit show right now, but that's the thing with signing free agents, is you just never know how it's gonna work out. Nope. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I just got a notification that made me laugh because we were talking about the Raptors and Fred Van Fleet. Um, they are losing to the Kings right now, 112 to 110. But in the as of the third quarter, Fred Van Fleet, 35 points, six rebounds, four assists, four steals, three blocks. Not half bad. Not he, a pretty good line uh, for three quarters. So the thing with Freddie is, I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he's. But he's still only one of seven from three points. He's getting a bit older for what the core is. And he doesn't fit that like six nine point guard mold. 
Yeah. But what can you do? This uh, this beer is getting better as it dissipates it in its, it's carbonation getting, level. It's getting a lot less green peppery. Yeah, I feel like the like ridiculously high carbonation level was uh, bringing out a lot more of those characteristics, and also just like because it was so sharp was because of the carbonation, it was like making it taste way more bitter than it actually is. Where are you on the yeasty scale? Um, oh, yeasties, I'm gonna give it uh, six. Point seven five. Six point seven five yeasties. Wow. I I will say that like, so it's like a, s- smelling it now, it's a lot more fruity. Um, I mean a lot of those greener notes like green pepper and like woody and stuff like that, and spicy are like really volatile compounds, so they will dissipate. It's a lot more fruity. It does kind of smell like fruity pebbles, which is surprising. Um, mm. still like, I have always been a pretty big advocate for saying your beer shouldn't explode when you open it. Uh, so I'm going to give this a six. Six yeasties. Wow. You, I think you guys are being generous. Oh, when you said wow, I thought you were going higher. 4.4 yeasties. Okay. So I'm saying I, six now because of a blow it's out. getting fruitier. It's getting It's a lot drinkable. And more drinkable like, now. I, <laughs> I mean, if it was like this like, in the first place, it would be in the sevens. But because of the exploding can and the green exploding pepper kittens. and menthol, it's getting a six. So to me, giving anything below five for me is very difficult if I can finish it. Yeah, I agree. If I can't mm. finish it, it's below five. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I my problem. Better. finishing it. Do I want to finish it, though? Not particularly. Well, I, I have one more can to take home. Yeah. No, that's a donation. I'm good. I feel like Alex really wants it. Yeah. Alex? Alex's favorite things are IPAs. Yep. You want an IPA? Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, do we have? Um, do you guys have anything else to say about Blayhawk. the NHL? Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets suck. They are a pain to watch. But you do it anyway. Yeah, All I of do. our teams are not fun to watch. Yeah, we do it. It's it's brutal. The the special teams is killing us. <clears throat> Another year of just like perpetually getting. Stupid penalties and giving up goals right after. It's same shit, different pile. We have to bring up that Alexander Ovechkin. Yes, scored his 800th goal last night. Yep. Only the third player in NHL history ever to reach 800 goals. He's 94 behind Gretzky all time. Is that right? 94. Yeah. To tie. I think he's going to do it. I mean, his style of play is never going to like run his body down he stands in one place and shoots yes i don't which, know and it Weave still works sense to me. i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before but his style of play has definitely changed throughout the years young ovi was a yeah. truck and hit everything that moved and that's yeah, when he hit a lot of people down. yeah now ovi's like i'm going to get to where i need to get to score goals um i'm gonna read you this and you tell me how False. long it will take He's 94 away. Yep. So, um, I guess to make it quicker. So, first 100 goals, 167 games. Next 100, 130. Next 100, 178 games. Next 100, 162. Next 100, 168. Next 100, 190. Next 100, 155. And currently, goal 700 to goal 800, 162 games. So... So on the, on that seasons. pace, two full seasons, yeah. you can get 94. That's so, kind of the that's kind of the 
How many goals is he at this season? 20. 20. If he can get 50. What I loved season, about last night was that he is, his uh, 18th, 19th, and 20th goal was also his hat trick, which also was 800. Oh, that's fantastic. It's beautiful. I love when numbers like I, I He's want... got 20 goals in 31 <clears throat> games. Okay, so I think sense. if he can get to 50 this year, he can do it next year. Next year? Yeah. At the end of next season... If you think that, you should go right on to notasponsorsportsinteraction.com. What's I, the one that's trying to sponsor That'd be 30 stamps, more goals this stamps. year, which would put him at 830 at the end of the year. So he would have to have 65 goals next year. Yeah, that's not good. You never know. You never know. But you I, never, you I both think the, his um, to go there. I'll, he's I'll, done it once before. I, I just looked at it because they just put out a thing where it was like... Granted, he was much younger. It was younger. like you can bet on him breaking the record next year and him breaking the record the following year and i think if he breaks the record this year it pays out like plus thirty-eight Yeah, i don't think he does it this year but if he can get no yeah. no for sorry an end of next oh. season it pays out plus thirty-eight thousand. i think he could do it i think so if he could get 50 this year that puts him right so. there on the risk he's he's a scored 65 goal goals once in a season before you've got to think oh, 2007 2008 but also there's only been three 60 goal scorers in the last 20 years He's gonna be voted. I don't think he'll do if it. If he can next do year. it in less than another, like in less than three years, he's gonna do it. Dude's getting. Old. He's basically been on pace for fifty goals a year, uh, other than twenty sixteen seventeen. He's had fifty or more goals, or been on pace for them every year since twenty twelve thirteen. He is he is the best goal scorer in NHL. Yeah. Something is to yeah. be said though. Like, like he missed a couple of lockout years. I know. Right. Like he would. What a shame. I mean, also, this is not to say take anything away from uh, Gretzky because he is the greatest hockey player ever. But that uh, era of hockey was substantially higher scoring than any other era of hockey ever. Which kind of makes what nets were bigger, goalie pads were smaller, rules were different, goals were scored. Like, which I think is why you see people that have a thousand points in a career, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? That's why I think it makes this a little bit more impressive. Is like Obi's not playing against like. Cheech in that. He's going up against. You don't see guys smoking cigarettes on the bench. <laughs> exactly. It's I mean, a bit of a the level of play is higher. Level of play is higher. Score is not way down. I mean, granted, this is the year for him to try and break 60 again because yeah. goaltending is non existent. I mean, he's on pace for what did you say? 50? Uh, he's on pace. I'm going to do some quick math here. If he has 20 and 30, that's. So I don't feel like doing 40, that. Right 40 and 60. He's on pace for about 57 goals. That's his or take. And you know he's going to be on for every 53. Game. 53. He's on pace for 53. So basically, it takes him after this year if he keeps this pace, if he keeps a 53 goal pace, which I think he could. Style hasn't changed. Like, it doesn't rely on yeah. him being fast or physical anymore. I mean, I just I want to see it. It'll yeah, be, I'm, it's I'm a really year, really a year and a half. And he'll break the record. So the rest of this year, another full season, so. and then half of the season, basically. It'd be cool to see that happen in a lifetime. If he breaks the record at the end of, uh, before the end of next season. Actually, that would be a year and a quarter. I will buy an official jersey. Right. Speaking of buying a jersey, I'm about this close. If you are listening, my fingers are close together. They're almost touching. To buying a Tage Thompson Buffalo Sabres jersey. Is there a more fun player to watch right now? No. Besides Ovechkin, maybe. 
I've been on his hype train since the beginning of last year, and I believe when we did our NHL predictions, I was the only one that was big on him here. Yep. Yeah. You I guys, mean, you I guys were thought, not you guys were not tra- sold on him at all. Well, traditionally speaking, like giving that amount of money to a, a player that you That's just just season. put on like his first season in center, yeah, and scores forty goals. Like you look at other players that have kind of randomly broken out, and they don't usually pan out. Sustained, especially it's hit or, it's hit or miss. especially yeah. with a big contract like that. That's like him and freaking Jason Robertson. That's one of the best contracts in yeah. the league right now. Yeah, God, he's good. And I think those, that was those my biggest... go-ahead jerseys too. Oh, that was my biggest hesitation. Was indeed <laughs> his one good season led to a big contract, and I wasn't sure how that would work. Well, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, Buffalo's always crapshoot, right? But yeah, like a, been, a, analytically, like he's a he's a sweetheart. Like they're also these, the these highest scoring of, team in the league. Right these now. these numbers look like they're sustainable long term. Yeah. And obviously, so far they are. They've, it's been a year and a half. How good is that Jack Eichel trade looking for them? Great. I asked that because Very he's good. back on the IR now. Is he actually? Yeah. yeah. I good. think I'm going to lose that a hundred point bet. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to go one. Are we one doing? On are we doing a hundred points pace? Nope. <laughs> he hasn't been on a hundred point pace. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lose it either way. I mean I bet on a ba- I bet on a band aid. If there's anyone that that band aid is falling off. If there's anyone though that's capable, it's him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to. I well, think I already lost that. One bet. for one. We'll just keep up the hundred point bets here. Yeah. Find some for all point. of you in not in the know, their initial bet was Hundred point Hubie. Last hundred point Hubie. Yep. And boy, is he far away from that this year as well. Yeah. He is, I would not pick him to get hundred points this year. He is fifty point Hubie. At this point, <sighs> I'd take that. So how bad did the Flames lose that trade? Currently, still too early. early. Mm. Currently, not. It's not looking good for the Flames. Uyghur also good. does not look great. Uyghur is also the bane of my existence. I mean, also even him being healthy, he hasn't been good. So he has been he's been subpar. And Kachuk has looked very yes, Kachuk has as looked very good. Expected. I miss. I do miss him. I was stoked on the trade. Like I have a fucking Huberto jersey, but God, I miss Kachuk. He's a really good flame and just a good player. Despite it's um, almost like when you give up pitch. your two best offensive players, you stop scoring goals. Ah, fuck, fuck, Kudrow. Yeah, I'm over him. Johnny the Jacket. Anyway, Johnny Le Jacket. For those of you who don't know, that was French. <laughs> also, the title of our first episode. Go check it out. If you're here, I hope you have. <laughs> yes. Um, Sans Adolfo. National yeah. Football League. NFL. Also known as the No Fun League. Because Talking about football. Fuck the NFL. Because apparently you can't twerk. What was it? $2,400 per twerk for Madison? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some expensive. Which is funny, $400 Which per It's kind of funny because he's like. Those are some really subpar torques to get spiked $2,400. Like you should have really. Like you got to throw yeah. your back into it if you're going to um, get fined for it. Come it's on. funny because before that even happened, he. It, well, not before that's the, the that's twerk. That's the happened. title of the episode, right? $2,400 per twerk. Probably. Yeah. So in the interview, they asked him about, <laughs> right there, about, <laughs> asked him about that twerking thing. And he was like, oh, like I know that there's kind of like a twerk limit, like a thrust limit. Before you get fined, he's like, I made sure that I was under it. Boy, were you wrong. Yeah. Sir, you can't do math. 
You, yeah. you can run a football real well, but you can't count. Yes. He is in the middle of appealing it because he's like, the NFL freaking advertised it. They retweeted it. They posted it themselves. Yeah. But the, like, the, NFL, the NFL does it all the time, though. They put it up on all of their social media. Yeah, because they want and to. And then they find the person. Fun. Yeah. And then they're like, sorry. They want to benefit both ways. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but the fines go into the NFL Players Association Fund. I don't know if they go into the fund. I think they go to charity. Okay. That actually that that sounds right because of the uh what is it the big bell that the um, cowboys have that oh, they jump the into Salvation Army. Salvation Army thank you very much yeah, yeah. that all goes to the Salvation Army so that Ezekiel sounds right Ezekiel Elliott's bathtub yeah. yes <laughs> um, well yep. I, it's still a stupid fine I mean it's, it's cool. a dumb it fine charity but like also don't find them at least yeah, it's not it's a penalty anymore showing some personality that's true at least it's not a I remember the era where Terrell Owens was getting a penalty every single game because he was celebrating. Oh, but man, his celebrations were him peak. and Chad. Some yeah. of them were the best, though. One Mr. of my favorite celebrations of all time is taking the pen out of his sock and signing the football. I love that. My favorite's a star. Just yeah, the star was a star. I think that was amazing. Was it Ocho Cinco that pulled the cell phone out of his uh, pants? Yeah. Yep. He and also pulled Randy out Moss pulled out the golden the jacket. Pulled out the golden jacket. The golden so, yeah. jacket was another solid one. I liked the Randy Moss. Mooning the crowd. That's my favorite of all time. Yeah. I mean, that's just amazing. There's nothing that's going to top that for me. I remember that being on like ESPN for weeks because it was like so quote-unquote controversial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a celebration. Get over it. Good times. Good times. Listen to the people in the crowd. We say terrible things. Yep. Like absolutely terrible things. Yes. A fake mooning? Meh. Get out of here. Get out of here with that garbage. Yeah. Um, the NFL is on its way to concluding. <laughs> yes. It's correct. Precisely. Uh, raise your hand if you have a first-round buy in one of your fantasy leagues. Boy, Are we talking about the one we're all in together? Nope. Because we both have a first-round buy because we didn't make the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> uh, I only, of my like Thanks to Chris 13 Godwin. leagues, <laughs> yeah. only missed playoffs in one. I made I made it in two out of three. One of them I got a first round by, and then the second one I finished about middle of the pack. It's a fourteen team league, so pretty tough one. Every fantasy league that I'm in with you two, I suck in because yes. hockey this year I'm dead last. <laughs> yeah, you're and bad. My other fantasy well, Adolfo's just above you. I'm in I'm first up. place by like fucking forty points. Like I am cruising. I think this is like, uh, what is that movie, Weird Science, where the guy has a girlfriend in Canada? He just keeps on saying he has a girlfriend in Canada and nobody ever sees his girlfriend. Two spots ahead of me now. Yeah. Maybe I'm moving on up. Brad's now playing. I am playing you this week. Yeah, because we're the two that missed the playoffs. No, 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 in hockey. Oh, okay. (laughs) Who is Rangers? Oh, that's Tyrell. I'm playing Tyrell in both leagues here. Well, hopefully you lose. I hope I beat him in both. I'm currently up uh, five nothing, five zero and five to you. Yep. Anyway, NFL. I was at the game Sunday. How was that? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brock Purdy for MVP. Purdy. Um, I got to witness like Tom Brady's maybe worst. One of his worst regular season games in you recent got, memory. You got I to mean, see Tom Brady pass year. the torch to the new goat. Yeah. Brock. Mr. Irrelevant Burrow. is now the goat. Mr. Irrelevant, who is not playing this tomorrow. Why? Because he's. Did you see the hit that he got laid on in the first quarter? Yeah, he finished the game. 
finish the game, but he's out with a rib injury. Who the hell's going to be their quarterback now? John Stamos, maybe? Oh, okay. I don't know. Christian McCaffrey. Wildcat. Oh, hello. Hey, that would be something. Uh, I could also sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, it says, he's sorry, it says he's doubtful, but like it doesn't look good. He'll probably play. I would love to know who their fourth-string quarterback is. Uh, their fourth-string quarterback would be Jacob Eason. Oh! I didn't even know he was still in football. I did not. Know. Or Josh Johnson. Yep. No, Josh Johnson's got to be behind Eason. Yeah. Jesus, that's what a roster. Not great. That's not good. Um, like that's not good. Yeah, it was a cool. Uh, it's a cool stadium. First time at Old Levi's. Um, I've heard the stadium is really cool. Eighteen dollars for a Coors Light there. Oh. So there's that. How um, much more for a Lagunitas? Uh, it was twenty okay. for for twenty ounces though. Really better beer. One dollar yeah. per ounce. So it's like not. I guess. That's that's a lot though. But it's not cheap. It's not cheap. And you also so like you have to you also how they set it up, they have like all these different like parking lots that are nowhere near the stadium because yeah. the stadium's like basically on the water. Um and as we were driving to the game, I, I was like, where are we gonna park? And we started looking it up and it's like, oh, we realized you have to pay to park there. <laughs> Like, you have to pay to go in all these lots, and, like, there's a lot that's, like, kind of close, like, maybe a five-minute walk from the stadium. Yeah. And the rest are all just these random lots that they've picked for game days. So we parked in this lot that's, like, it was, like, two and a half kilometers away. 70 American dollars. Good Lord. To, to park in this lot. That's, like, 300 Canadian. At least. Maybe, maybe 450. So it's just like, man, everything in the States right now is just so... $70. $70. And that was like, that was a cheap one. When we went, I went onto Levi Stadium website and they're like, here's where you pay for parking. And I followed the link. It takes you to Ticketmaster and you have to buy a ticket through Ticketmaster. There's no other way to do it. And I looked for a good 20 minutes on the drive there. And the cheapest one I could find was seventy dollars American. If you wanted to park like a kilometer closer, it was like hundred and twenty bucks. No, I'm good. That's brutal. That's insane. That's yeah. too much. I don't remember paying that much in Florida, but and like, I don't remember much. If you've been to NFL games, you know that they're not cheap. And when Tom Brady's in Chown, they're not. Chown. They're less cheap. Yes. So like, it's not I think right. Canadian, we paid three hundred dollars a ticket. It's about proper. Great seats, but like, holy fuck. Turns into like a four hundred dollar day. That that's brutal. But got to see the goat. Brock, Brock Purdy. <laughs> I had I was I knew I was saying myself about that one. So the uh, 49ers, for your guys' reference, do have a couple options on the uh, free agency pool right now. Cam Ooh. Newton. Uh, Cam Newton. They lost out on uh, uh, AJ McCarron. Baker Baker Mayfield is apparently a good quarterback now. Uh, Brian Hoyer. Oh, former Patriot. Uh, Mike Glennon, Dwayne Haskins, Blake Dwayne, Bortles. Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins is dead. Well, according to this website. Is he really? Yes. Oh, well. When my, did that happen? My apologies. At the beginning of the season. Well. Holy fuck. I totally forgot about that. FantasyFootballToday.com. Sorry, sorry to anyone that. I'm calling them out because that should have been updated. What, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, he did die. Yeah. 
All right, well, fftoday.com, fantasyfootballtoday.com. Do not go there. Yeah, uh, update your website. Thanks for the correction. Oof. That's a rough one. Yeah. Oh. That's something that should definitely be updated. Um, they're not going to sign. Back to the... No, they're not Back to the living... Alex Smith? Ones. Could he be a potential? I think he, I think he officially retired, didn't Colin he? Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, I mean... Someone's got to give him a chance. He should have no, been... No one's going to. No. But someone should. He's, bla- no going he's to. blacklisted in the NFL, pun intended, because they don't like black people. <laughs> I almost made him spit out his beer. People. That was very close. That was very close. Um, I can't get over the Dwayne Haskins thing. Yeah, I can't believe you, that. You really like they really fucked up. Yeah, call them out again. FFToday.com, FantasyFootballToday.com. They still have Dwayne Haskins as an active free agent in the NFL. So fuck them. Do better. Yep. Ugh. All right, well, let's move on to something else. Um, let's talk about the other games that happened that week real quick. Because I also have a question to ask near the end. Um, do we have to talk about Raiders-Rams? I guess we do. That was quite a comeback. Yeah, that was Down the one that you guys were and shit for, for getting home to watch. I mean, you could have come and ate pupusas and drank beer, and you in- instead decided to go watch you could have had your one of the most... Still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You could have had your poo-poos filled. I could have, but sometimes you just can't miss the magic of Raiders versus Rams. Yeah, that is I mean, the you did get weirdest to watch statement I've ever heard. three and a half quarters of shit Baker and then two quarters or two drives of, like, the best football Baker's played in the last The best part is, yeah, right probably. when I think Akers scored the touchdown to bring it within even a reasonable margin, I said to you guys in our chat, and I was like, I low-key hope. That he pulls this off. Sure Long and behold. Hallelujah. All praise, praise be to Baker. Good doubt. Yep. Um, formerly of the dog pound. Formerly of the dog Let's pound. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> what happened to the Vikings and are the Lions for real? Um, the Lions are for real. I hope so. Yes, Five of the last six, them. they've won. Yeah. Yes to that part. And what happened to the Vikings is a whole lot of injuries. Going into it. We didn't have injuries. Yeah. We didn't have Harrison Smith, which for a patch job secondary is a huge loss. Yeah, but doesn't that show a glaring issue in your team? Yeah. Harrison Smith like, can't miss. That's the glaring issue. Yes. Which one? The point differential. I mean the sure, only team but... with ten plus wins that has a negative point differential in, in NFL, NFL history ever. They're the only team We're history with this. What 10... do you want us to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from us? We're, the, we're number one. We're number one. The thing is, the Vikings have been flirting with disaster all season. Flirting and twerking. And yes. twerking. $2,400 uh, per twerk. They... <laughs> I have been wanting Mr. Donatello to be fired for a while. Isn't and that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? It is, but it's also part of the name of the DC. Uh, he likes to play prevent defense all games. And that gives receivers a huge fucking cushion. Which, I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah, you can flatulate. But our cornerbacks are not fast. And are not the best. Like, Patrick Peterson is great positionally. His speed's not there. Yeah, he's pretty slow. So if he's giving you cushion, and you get the room to blow past him, 
he's going to just wave. And that's where Harrison Smith comes in, because the moment someone gets past those CBs, he's usually there to diagnose it, and he's there to stop it. He wasn't like there you to guys stop need it. a cornerback. We need multiple. Yes. We need a lot of them. Cam Dancer came back from injury. Nothing you're going to change week. this year, though. I don't no. think that is going to help your case much. Well, well, and that's kind of that's what I'm getting with it. Like Cam when you're happy been, about Cameron Dancer coming back, Cam Dancer's been a when you're in a bad way. CB this season. That's not a good thing. No, at all. But that's what I'm saying. Like the Vikings can outscore their problems, which is why they're in that differential. Yeah, but what if they go up against a team like San Francisco? Like the Bills? With the Bills. They beat the Bills. Yeah, one time. The Vikings aren't making the Super Bowl. They'd have to make the Super Bowl to face the Bills. I honestly, I look at the Vikings as a team that makes it to the playoffs with like 13 teams and loses in their first game. I don't think they're going to lose. I actually quite like this team. I would love to see the Lions make it and then the Lions beat them in the playoffs. As it stands right now, as someone who the, was born and raised a Lions fan but chose to defect. As it stands right now, the Vikings would play the Giants round one. And yes, they can be, they'll beat, they'll the, beat Giants. the Giants. They'll beat the Giants, yeah. But will the Giants make the playoffs? I hope yes. not, because I hope the Lions take them out. I think the Lions, I think Giants. right Sorry, now, Giants. as it stands, the, the Lions and the Seahawks. Commanders both have a better chance of making the playoffs. I don't think well, the, the Commanders are in a playoff spot. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have a better chance of making it in. Okay, I was going to bring this up later, but we're kind of talking about it now, so I just want to ask the question. Uh, when does the NFL change their playoff seating rules? Because I think it's a little bit bogus. Right well, now. what would you change it to? Well, the fact that I know this is coming from a Tom Brady fan that wants to see him in the playoffs, but the fact that a team that's currently 6-7 and seven and a team that Basically, anyone that wins that division right now is probably going to be under 500. The fact that a team like that gets no, to... probably about it. Yeah. They're, they're all going to be under 500. So the fact that a team like that gets to host a playoff game when a team, let's say like the Seahawks, who are currently above 500, miss the playoffs entirely, I think is kind of bogus. So you're saying so, the division winner should get an automatic... So I think that, that's... Yes. You're saying they don't get a buy? They're, they're putting, they're putting too say, much. He's saying, that's what he's saying. They're yes. putting way too much weight on winning the division, is what I'm saying. But that's kind of what the whole the NFL is kind of based out of. Like but why does it? It wasn't that way for the longest time. They did one through six. I don't know. I mean, I don't think winning a division necessarily means it as well. Or like, like you, have to, admit, you have to admit that if let's say the let's say the Buccaneers finish seven and ten. And the Seahawks finish nine and eight and miss the playoffs. If you're a Seahawks fan or any team that's, I, I agree with you. I, I do see where you're coming from. Like, realistically, or if the Carolina Panthers make the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that yes. shouldn't make the playoffs. Or don't make the playoffs based on record or based on winning the division. Um, yeah, I mean it's something to definitely look into. <laughs> I I think so. I think I think it's all out of whack. I think it should be like I don't have a solution yet for how I'd fix it, but I just think I it's, don't think they're going to change it anytime soon. If, no, if I ever. Think it's they don't like to change it. If, if ever, yeah. Um, that's what I mean. Is is it, it wasn't this way always? 
where yeah. winning a division automatically get, got you a playoff berth, essentially. I think I the, the divisional the thing division, is it gives them but, coverage in all different types yeah. of markets, and I think from a financial perspective, that is going to win out. They need to resolve the NFC North. The capitalistic Satan that is Roger Goodell is not going to get away from something like that. I just think the playoffs should be... Only the best teams in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, right yeah. now, anyone in the NFC South is not the best team mm. at all. None of them are good. Yeah. So I just, I, don't know. I had to get that off my chest. That's the fact cool. that the even though I do the worst team in the division still has a chance to win it, and they're like four games yeah. under five hundred, blows my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um, um, back, back to the Vikings. No, we have fun. to move on because the Vikings are going to come up later in this episode. So do you guys want another? Beer? No, I'm okay right now. I'm okay. Good. Well, I'm drinking something else to wash my palate off. Yeah, I might have a chicken wing. Uh, I don't want to talk about Ravens and Steelers. That game's boring as well. <laughs> um, Jags, Titans. Any takeaways from that besides the Jags winning the division? This oh, did the Vikings? No, Vikings. Sorry, <laughs> did the Titans not rest a bunch of their starters? I feel like Jacob said that. I feel I like Jacob. I feel like Jacob is making excuses. Um, Let's see. Tannehill played. Henry played. Yeah. I think it was more on defense. Cooper was benched out. He did say defensive starters. Yeah. Oh. So we'll give him that. But regardless. I don't like, know their team well enough to know. If they their play. corners their corners are as bad as Minnesota's. I mean, Trevor Lawrence did throw for 368 and three touchdowns. Yeah. Also... Travis Etienne, what happened to him? Well, see, that's that's where I go back to the Titans' corners are absolute doo poo, but they have Justin Simmons in the middle, which probably negates a lot of Etienne. It's a very technical term, by the way, doo poo. Um, can you spell that? Doo and then poo. Mm. Okay. Um, Justin Simmons is a freak. Uh, Justin Simmons is basically the reason the Titans said. Goodbye, AJ Brown. Goodbye, AJ. Here is the catch, Simmons. Uh, speaking of AJ Brown, Eagles, Giants. Anything to say about that besides Eagles? The are Eagles good. are scary. It went like, exactly as I expected it would. The it Eagles is, are looking good through the air, and Miles Sanders is putting together a nice little season. Is Jalen, He's been a lot better than I thought he was going to be. Is Jalen Hurts the NFL MVP? Uh, he's in the conversation. He's top top three candidate. Mahomes, I think Mahomes. Is yeah, always he's always in there. Um, I think right now it's just it's those two. Do you say that because you know what other outlets have been saying, or do you say that because you feel it? Feel it. Hmm. Like going back to the Sunday game for Mahomes, the Mahomery that happens on the, the field, like that that There's pass no that he did as he was running towards the. The line of scrimmage, and he just kind of like T Rex flicks it right to Jake Jarek McKinnon, and McKinnon's like, "Okay, well now I'm gonna score one of the easiest touchdowns in my life. Thank you very much, because no one saw that happen. Mm-hmm. Like things that he does like that, like that is absolutely like, he's a fucking magician, magic magician. I actually think he's a football player. He he's he not. might be a, he might be a magician he though. A magician. I don't know that. I don't know what he does in his free time. There's Mahomery if... going on, and he is legit. If the Detroit Lions make the playoffs, Jared Goff. I don't think so. 
starting it here. Jared Goff needs to be their quarterback going into the future. And he is. sounds like he is. Yeah. He I know is. there's been statements about that, but, like, you, you know how football teams are. It is a business. Like, he is... teams will turn on quarterbacks quickly. And But I, th- I think they need to stick with him. And they need to stick with what they're doing in the backfield. Have that so, running by committee between Jamal Williams and DeAndre and Swift. Swift. Yeah. I think that's a great duo. And, Very like, good. they just need to add a few more pieces, and they could be a really good team because I, Dan Campbell's they, got something special going on he there. He does. They would run through a wall for him. If yeah. Ben Johnson leaves their OC, if he leaves this offseason for a coaching job, I think this offense goes back to square one. I don't know if it's that bad. I, I think this guy is. I like the weapons they have. I like the weapons they have, but they have the weapons last year. They just have cool. They have like really interesting play calling. Like, I finally watched like a line. Like who the hell throws time. to your old lineman? Like who's like, huh? We have to get this first down because if we turn it over, they're gonna march down and there's a chance they score. And then we're in a ball game. And all of a sudden, that play was during Sewell the catches a ball. That was during the Vikings game, yeah. correct? On a scale of one to ten, how angry were you that an offensive lineman caught a pass against you guys? I wasn't mainly because I was impressed that he caught it. Yeah, that that is impressive. I when when I saw sorry him offensive lineman, but him, you guys suck at catching like, footballs. He's not dropping. He's not catching. And then he caught, and I was like, you know what? I can't be mad. Fair enough, man. Mad. You deserve it. <laughs> um, a couple of games I want to touch on. There's some I just don't feel are necessary. You're not necessary. Jets and the Bills, like, okay, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Um, hold on, go back to that one. The Jets have regressed. Uh, Big time. Yes. I don't know if they regressed, but fuck Mike Smith might be one of the toughest white? and dumbest. What did I say, Mike Smith? Uh, no the toughest and dumbest. You've said Smith twice. No, I know. I was like, what did I say? Ah, uh, okay. okay. Um, We're clear. One of the toughest and dumbest guys I've ever seen play football. And I've seen Antonio Brown live in person. Do you see his dick? No, he. I luckily didn't put my hand. Okay. <clears throat> but the first hit he took. <laughs> I just want to clear things up there. The <laughs> first hit Mike White took. This is the second game. time on this podcast we brought up Antonio Brown's <laughs> dick. We, yeah, that's or actually at least true. Maybe third. Yeah, actually. it's at least the second. I thought Mike White died. <laughs> that was quite a hit. That was, it was clean. Yeah. It, like, oh yeah. No Very one clean. was around him. Not in terms of like a, a clean hit, but like. He had free access. And apparently he's playing on And Sunday. he killed him. And so yeah. Mike White leaves the game, comes back in like two plays later, two drives later, takes another hit later, comes back, again. finishes the game, and then after the game, gets ambulance to the hospital. Like, sir, you're not winning this game. They're having their way with you. They're bending you over in half, literally. Yeah. They really don't like Joe Flacco. But no. No one does. But they also don't Super exactly. Bowl winner, Jay Fla- John, John, John. He is elite. <laughs> Joe, John, um, Joe John Flacco. The Joe Cowboys Flacco. almost lost to the Texans. Yes, they did. They should have. They played bad. Okay, moving on. The Chiefs and the Broncos. The only reason why I had to bring this up, just because there was a milestone that uh, people were talking about. Uh, Travis Kelsey, fifth tight end in NFL history. To reach 10,000 career yards and the fastest in NFL history ever to do it. I'm assuming Hall- he's he beat out Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, on that. yeah. Hall of Famer. Um, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I don't think there's a doubt about that. No. I think he is arguably. If you have those kind of numbers, you have to be. Yeah, I think it was the position. 
Uh, I think Gronk did a little bit, <clears throat> but Gronk wasn't as good as Kelsey. No, he was not. Gronk was really good at the at the contested catches and being there to make the hard catches, but Kelsey's like a wide receiver in a hefty man's body. So does that make what Tony Gonzalez did even more impressive though? Because that was like an old school tight end, and he yeah. he yeah. still did yeah. those kind of numbers. And Antonio Gates in a very old Antonio Gates was. A fantastic tight end as well. Yep. Very overlooked. Didn't have as long of a career as I would have hoped from a perspective of a Chargers fan, but when he was there, he was real good. Uh, also did not play college football. Played college basketball geez. at Akron. Uh, was it Akron? That sounds right. Uh, Chargers Dolphins. Are the Dolphins regressing? Um, I don't think so. I don't know if they're regressing. I, I think they're blip. dealing with a lot of injuries. <laughs> Waddle's come up a bit lame on a couple of routes after. Waddle, the last two weeks, has been non-existent. Yeah, I don't think and it's such Just a... ask your fantasy team. Yeah, <laughs> got me 3.9 points. Uh, Tyreek Hill also was icing his shin yep. the entire game. So I think he's dealing with something with like a... A bruise and or shin splints or something like that. Ooh, Even sense. then, he still did Tyree kill things and outran people. Kent State. Kent State, thank you. Um, Tyreek's going to Tyreek, but if Tua doesn't have a healthy Tyreek or a healthy model, there's really nobody out there for him left. No. Gesicki? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I thought Akron because their logos are very similar. Maybe. They, mm. they both like little lightning bolts. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't think they're regressing. I think it's just a matter of injuries creeping up at the absolute worst time. And if Waddle's been dealing with this they for were a on while, that, he should have sat And they were on that five-game winning streak. People were talking Super Bowl. I thought they – I mean, I didn't think they would have made it, but I think they could have been in the conversation. But eh. – um, yeah. I think the biggest, the last game to touch on the Monday Nighter, I think the biggest takeaway from Patriots Cardinals is Connor Murray is out for the year. Not that they're in the playoff hunt anyway. Did they ever release what happened to him? Torn ACL. Torn ACL. Yeah, okay. See, when I was it watching it. When you non-contact <clears throat> like yeah. that. Yeah. When I was I watching it, his knee buckled inward, so I initially thought MCL. Mm. But. I couldn't tell if it was knee. I thought it was ACL. All that matters is that oh, sorry, not easy, both the Patriots yeah. and the Chargers won, but the Patriots currently hold the playoff spots. So yep. Boy. Well, I will say down the stretch, though, you're, the Patriots' schedule, schedule is much tougher than the Chargers. The Chargers look yes. like they could go 3-1. and one. The Patriots look like they could go 1-3. and three. Yeah, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. Like, come on. Fantasy-wise, is Ramondre going to play again? I don't. Like I don't know. Damian Harris he's, looks like he's going to get more carries now because he's coming back from injury as well. well and also or Kevin could it be Pierre Strong, who I spent some fab on. Mm. I mean, Pierre Strong looked good, but also um, Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris looked really good. So I Kevin, Pierre, Kevin Harris was the other rookie that they were slotting in there. Yeah, he was the other Harris who scored that really beautiful for a fucking four because I thought I read Damian was out, and then I saw Harris out there anyways, and I was like, it was K Harris. Harris. I just, I just saw the Harris. K. Harris. <laughs> I don't. There hasn't been really any news. Yet. I would like for it to be Pierre Strong. I know he didn't practice today, Ramondre. Uh, but we'll Come see. on, Pierre. Um. Okay. We have to do 
rapid fire and then go to the wrap this bitch up. Alright, rapid fire NFL games this week. Do you want me to do it or you do it? Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me add it. Let me add it. Three three Saturday games this week. Three Saturday games. On Thursday, we've got the Niners and the Seahawks. The potential Niners. Seahawks without the GOAT. Um, if they don't have Brock Purdy, I think Seattle wins this. Even even without Brock Purdy, I think they win. Uh, the San Fran yeah. wins it. I just don't think they can. Score it doesn't matter who you have behind center. That team is think, just too good. And that defense. The Seahawks can score. Yeah, that defense is going to shut down Seattle. Uh, it could just be a field goal fest. It is in Seattle. Yeah. I don't think that plays enough of an impact. To me, it depends on the quarterback. If the goat is in. I'm going. What's the spread on that game? Uh, Seahawks plus 3.5. Potentially take that action. If it was four, I'd take it. Three and a half. Okay. Saturday, the Colts and the Vikings. Saturday. Saturday. Colts. I'm going Vikings. In Minnesota? In Minnesota. They're going to come back. Vikings. They're going to be pissed. Yeah. Hopefully they change a little bit of defensive action. Start rushing. Hunter and Harris. Kings. Sorry, Hunter and... Uh, Matty Smith. Ice is going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns on you. Matty Ice is dead. Baltimore and Cleveland. Oh, God. Kill me. Uh, I think Cleveland wins this. No yeah. Lamar Jackson and Huntley is hurt. I can't think of a more boring game to watch. Actually. Go to Sean Watson. I have picked him up. How dare you? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to say no to that. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um... I need a I'm, I'm picking Baltimore purely on ethics. Yes. I mean, and I hope Deshaun Watson breaks his leg. I also, or at least his arm. If he can give me 30 points and then break his or, arm, sure. Or he takes a helmet to the old test clites. Oh, God. That would, yeah. be, that would be a sitting. Cleats and then the asks testes. for a massage after, but it's a weird old guy. Ugh, he'd still get hard. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> dolphins and the Bills. <laughs> uh, dolphins. Bills. Bills all day. Bills all, Bills Bills all day. day. I think Dolphins come back and Bills get a win. Mafia, baby. Nah. Is it in uh, Buffalo? It's in Buffalo. Yeah, but Bills all day. Sunday. Stupid outdoor It's going to be cold, and two is going to be like, I don't know how to football. Uh, we have the Desmond Ritter-led Falcons versus the Andy Dalton-led. Elite. That's almost, that's almost Elite. a worse team than... Although, they are playing for a division. They are... They are title. playing for a division. That's right. They are playing for a division title. Um, uh, I think I the Falcons. Lean Saints. I go Falcons. I go Falcons as well. Interesting. Huh. Okay. I don't like that pick at all. <laughs> I don't but like that. It's, it's picking. It's picking the worst of the two. Uh. All right. So Eagles and Bears. Eagles in their sleep. Fly Eagles fly. Does that spread like eighteen and a half points? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Huh. I'd take that. Eagles all day on that. Uh, Cowboys and Jaguars. That's... You know what? I'm going to go Jaguars. I, I hope Jaguars. I think the my, Cowboys have been pretty underwhelming for the most part this season. Like, I know they have a winning record, and they're probably going to win their division, but, like, they're kind of... Not, they're not going to win their division, rather. Uh, but they're, like, at least in the picture in the division. It, but they look underwhelming at best. Like, they yeah. don't impress me at all. I'm kind of rooting for the Jags here. Yeah. I am just rooting for my... I've traveled a lot to one of my three <laughs> preseason pick. Yeah. So, yeah, Jags. Yeah. Detroit Still Lions possible. and New York Jets. 
Lions. Detroit Lions. Yeah. I want to see the Lions in the playoffs. I don't think I've be, ever picked the Lions and actually felt confident about it, but I do in this one. Where is it? It's in New York. This one, to me, if, if Mike White plays, I think the Jets have a really good chance. Their defense is, is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Who's, who's behind center? If it's not White, is it Flacco? It would be Flacco. Yeah. yeah. Flacco Oof. backed up by Zach Wilson. Oof. Second overall pick, baby. Steelers and Panthers. Oh, God. Actually, it's kind of a Panthers, win for see, both. I feel like I said this statement like a minute earlier. I couldn't think of a more boring game to watch. It's not a great week. <laughs> it's not a great week. There's, there's some duds in there. I'm going Panthers. Uh, I'm yeah. Going, I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Panthers as well. Kenny Pickett has looked not half bad. So Same with Darnold. <laughs> True. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go Steelers as well. All right. I'm the lone Panther here. Yeah. Okay, uh, Chiefs and Texans, it. like the Texans, obviously. Daddy Long yeah, of course. Back. Yep. Is he starting now? I think so. What's the spread? I think the Kyle now? Allen thing is over. Yeah, Daddy Long. What's the yeah, spread? He's terrible. Uh, oh my god. Take a guess. Okay, well, twelve. Texans, Texans, Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by seventeen and a half. But they're in. Where is it? It's in Texas. Houston, sorry. That know, is in Texas. 18, yeah. 18, <laughs> 14. Hmm. That's lower than I thought it was going to be. That's still a lot. Because, yeah, like I said, because I bet on the Texans this past week because the spread was 18 and a half, and I was like, that's way too high. The Cowboys are not going to beat them, but 19. Patriots and Raiders. That's I, a tough one. I, I mean, they, they're both playing for their life. Like, it's both must win. I, I mean, hate. selfishly, I want to pick the Raiders because so, so the, the Chargers need Patriots to basically just shit the bed. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones is the guy to have behind center, and I think they're going to lose to the Raiders. I agree with the first part of that statement. I disagree with the second part. I, I think, think they're both. I think Josh fairly... Jacobs is going to run all over the Patriots. I don't think Judon allows that. Yeah, their their defense is a little, their running defense is pretty good. Uh, I think the Patriots it's, win this. Josh I, Jacobs has been pretty good this I year. I mean, yeah, this this is just gonna be a, this could go. I I do one feel very fifty fifty on games it. of the week, or it could be a shootout, or it could be a shootout. Yeah, there's no telling. I mean, um, when Devon, think, when Devontae Adams is involved, it's probably yeah. gonna be higher scoring. I'm gonna go Patriots. I not because it's a homer pick. I lean them, but barely. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty 50-50 on this. Cardinals and Broncos. Good God. <laughs> what are the games this week? <laughs> Colt McCoy oh, behind center, right? Colt, Colt McCoy versus uh, Russell. No, he's out with a concussion. Oh, my God, he is. He's fucked. Who the fu- oh, Brett Rippin. Did yeah, you yeah, see his yeah. face oh, yeah. when he got hit there? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't really he, he got hit. He, he landed on his head. Smunched his head. Um, he smunched it. Good cards. That's one of the... No. No, nay. I'm gonna Broncos. I'm, I'm gonna pass on this one actually. No, it's gonna be the Broncos. <laughs> Is it in Denver? It's in Denver. Can I the Broncos? Can I, pass? <laughs> I pick the Broncos. I don't want to. You guys both pick pick the Broncos? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be contrarian and pick the Cardinals. Cool. Has uh, anyone been keeping track of this? Nope. No. Ugh. Titans and the Great. Chargers. Uh Chargers and not being a homer. Like Justin Herbert looks healthy. He's actually making throws. His receivers are healthy. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are healthy. Last uh, week, that was the first time the three of them have been on the field and fully healthy since week one. 
Or no. Uh, two. Week two. Uh, I, I do and they look good. As I long think... as their defense can stop at least one or two drives, which is, I know, asking for a lot from a defense <laughs> that's absolutely fucking terrible. But I think I think it's going to be the Chargers. I think Herbert's going to be able to pick apart this this hmm, secondary. Yeah, I am, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I am someone that never uh, doubts a team when they get embarrassed by another team, and the Titans just got embarrassed by the Jags. I go Titans for this mm-hmm. one. Uh, but barely. Bengals and Bucks. Bengals. Bengals. Bengals for sure. Bucks are not good. Although Tom did just get embarrassed. He's been getting embarrassed His whole throughout life. this entire season. I know, he's, he's bounced back too. Oh, really? Adolfo's oh, tree another, another fucking scored. another fucking game where Jacob Markstrom lets in the first shot of the game within two minutes. Woo! Um, Boy, do fucking better. What are the chances the also Sunday nighter the ten million dollar man Bo Horvat scored? Scored, yeah. Uh, what are the chances we get a Sunday oh night tie? We've got the Commanders and the Giants. That is a solid chance. I, I mean, they just did tie. tie. I think Commanders all the way in that game. I I, I also I picked. It, I think it's a tie. I picked. What do you mean they just tied? They tied a week ago. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. But I'm I am taking the Commanders. Um, I'm gonna be contrarian. I'm gonna go with the Giants. It's a must-win game for the Giants. Yep, it's a must-win game for both. Yeah, They're like both in the wildcard spot. I'm just sticking to my picks when I make them, and I know two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, I said. I say I think the Commanders are going to make the playoffs, and I still feel that way because they have been playing well. I, want I like Heineke a lot. I yeah. want the Giants and the Seahawks them to boys. lose, and the Lions to win because I think that would mean that would, that would bump the that would help them yep. into the playoffs. Oh, another one. Ha <laughs> Boy, howdy. Okay. Holy fuck. Um, and then the Monday Nighter, the Rams and Packers. Can I pick both of them to lose? Uh, that would be a tie. Because one of them, well, no, that would be a loss. That would be a tie. Well, they would, neither one would win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you that I bad? mean, I think the Rams suck, but I also hate Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to pick oh, the Rams. I'm going to say both. Purely out of spite. I want it just to be a high-scoring game with lots of Christian Watson. Yeah, neither fair. of those things are going to happen, but the Packers are going to win. God, I hate Jacob Marshall this year. Pull him. Pull him now. Is it two goals on two shots? Oh, three. Oh, that's good. At least he saved it's one. A solid three-three-three save percentage there. Yep. Uh, well, the good news is the Canucks now have a multi-goal lead, which almost <laughs> guarantees you making it. <laughs> yeah, that's just... true. Folks out there, live. You, you are <laughs> coming back. All right. Should we hit our? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we. I've. We got to wrap this up. I thought I was going home by seven thirty, which I need to do. So. Okay, so we're done. Hurry the F up. Okay, so let's hey, do of the year. Let's not awards. rush the Yeasties, all right? Well, the Yeasties is just for beer. Yes. Yeah, the, we also have the, uh, what, game of the year? Uh, I have three. It's beer of the, of the year, year, game of the year, play of the year. Um, I call this of the year. Awards. It is a year, yes. Of the of the year since the podcast beer started. of the year. So, for me, my criteria was... A beer that I tried for the first time and had to go back and get. Now they have a power play. Like, uh, for me, out. it was pretty, pretty much yeah from Superflex. Um, Shout out Superflex. I don't think I've ever had anything from Superflex that I haven't enjoyed. Even and, their lager. 
quite good and good. Good and tag. Uh, one of my favorite beers. One of my favorite breweries. Yep. Uh, this was a recent one that we had on the podcast. I think on the podcast I gave this a lower yeasty score than both of you. But then I had the extra <laughs> one. I had the extra one and I was like, holy shit, this is good beer. Uh, and I think that's the uh, Belgian double that yeah. we had from Container and Dagrad. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Good lord, that was a delicious beer. On the rum-soaked barrels. So I have nothing but good things to say about from it. I now also tried the quadruple from that series. And? Yummy, yummy. Yeah, uh, I think I've learned that I like barrel-soaked. I don't like barrel-aged. That was my takeaway. Yeah, just soak like... them barrels, don't age them. Yeah. yeah. Flames are losing because they're wearing those dumb reverse retro jerseys that I don't like the more I look at them. <laughs> he struggled to get that out. So... I, in typical fashion, because it is beer stuff, have like a top three and then a couple honorable mentions. Because okay. yep. I am overboard. Uh, my honorable mentions Next here. Next year, I'll list, or I'll list will be similar. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a full year. Uh, so, honorable mentions. Uh, Forestborn from Anchorage Brewing. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was a uh, barrel-aged mixed culture sour that had uh, like key limes passion fruit and a couple other different things in there i went into it thinking i was going to hate it uh and it ended up being quite honestly one of the best sours i've ever had surprising to me that you hmm. sour on this list yeah and there's another one coming up right now whoa uh honorable mention key lime pie gosa from rock house brewing uh which is lexington kentucky i am a big key lime pie guy and this was straight up liquid key lime pie it might have been like the closest thing a beer is ever said to like being a pastry that I've ever had. Hmm. And pastry sour. Way. Sorry to interrupt people. Pastry sours in the states are a much more popular thing than they are here. Pastry yeah. stouts and pastry sours, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are like super viscous and like just gross looking. Mm. This one was not, which is why I appreciate it so much. Because from someone who brews for a living, I appreciate both the production of it and how it tastes as a customer as well. Correct. So spell presentation too. Right? Uh, other honorable mentions are Nat Ketcher, uh, New England IPA from Night Lizard Brewing in Santa Barbara, California. Okay, you went off American on this in these. Night ones. Lizard? Night Lizard, yeah. It's a great name. That is a great yeah. name. So, I bet their labels are cool. Uh, my wife and I uh, stopped in their place right. when we were going up the coast in California. And uh, Chip, the owner there and head brewer. See Chip uh, on Field Law? Uh, like Chip might, and Joanna? Might be, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Chip Nasser. Cool. His name. Uh, showed us some great hospitality. They weren't even open that day. He welcomed us in and he talked with us for about two hours, gave us a try of damn near every beer, despite the fact that we said we would only try three or four and let him get about his day. Gave me a free t-shirt, gave me a couple of free beers, and by a couple I mean like ten, and then said, when I'm up in Canada, I'll come see you. So yeah. shout out to Chip. I'm sure he doesn't listen to this podcast, but your beers are fantastic and Nat Catcher is delicious. Reach out to him. Say, hey, Chip. Sponsor us. Yeah, I'd love to have them on the podcast. Talk beer. Uh, And then two more honorable mentions are the Kvike Wheat Ale from Shaketown. Oh, yes. Uh, That beer, uh, it's just like wheat ale. You just don't think of like a straight up wheat ale and think like, wow, I really love that beer. It's just something that you have and it's like, yeah, this is pretty good. But there's something about that beer. Dave Varga has got that thing absolutely fucking dialed in and it is delicious. Did that beer end up winning an award at either of Uh, I don't think so, no. 
It's unfortunate because I know maybe, they won maybe some, they didn't enter it. I feel like they probably did, but if they, either way, it's absolutely delicious beer. And then being Night, a being a homer a little bit here. Night Lizard logo not as cool as I thought it was going to be, but still kind of cool. Yeah. All their beers are named after uh, regional species, and they donate a lot of money to uh, conservation efforts. So, which is super cool. Another cool reason to have that person on the box. Yeah, and Night Night Lizard are uh, <laughs> yeah, love to have that on. Uh, once again, last honorable mention, being a bit of a homer here because I do work for Yellow Dogs, so take it for what it is. Wow. Uh, high five, hazy IPA. I you going to say the rough because that was a very very rough. good beer. Yeah, I, I like rough a lot. High five, I just find myself, and I, this is coming from someone who typically leans more towards like West Coast and American, like clear American style IPAs. There's something about the, uh, the combination of El Dorado and Citra that just gets my juices going. Gets my blood flowing. Okay. Uh, so shout, shout out to you boys in the dog pound. Uh, all uh, praise be. All praise be. All praise be to the dog pound. And then top three. Number three. Jesus, we made it to the top no, three. No, I said honorable mention. Oh, you guys, I, hey, I said pick your best beers you guys, and your best breweries. You picked up one beer. I can add an honorable mention after you've mentioned okay. your 18th beer. How about no, this? No, we need to move along. Well, one day we will. <sighs> Number three. Hazy IPA from Salt Spring Brewing. I've never had anything from Salt Spring. Me neither. Uh, number two. Power Cycle, uh, their Nectaron version. That uh, was delicious. Yeah, it was fantastic. From, from Fort George Brewing that. in Astoria, Oregon. That was, I forgot about Probably that one of the best pale ales I've ever that's had in my, my life. That's my honorable mention. Uh, so Power Cycle is their pale ale series, and it's a rotating hop series. Yeah. And Nectron was a, is a relatively new hop, and it's from New Zealand, I believe, possibly Australia. And it was ungodly good. Power Cycle yeah. sounds familiar. I feel like you brought me something like that when you went over for I believe yeah. I brought you something. I, I may have given you Power Cycle. I may, have, I, made you, I may have told you about that. I think I brought you something from Black Hammer Brewing out of San Francisco. Ooh, the BBC. Yep. And then number one for the year is Sa, bro. It's literally <laughs> how it's spelled. S-A-A-A-H-B-R-O, question mark. The West Coast IPA from Tarantula Hill Brewing out of Thousand Oaks, California. It was a West Coast IPA that used Sapro. I think he just wants it was American beers. Fucking delicious. I think so. Um, my honorable mention was Mental Floss from Beer. Mm. Uh, beer makes good beer. They do. Moving on, game of the year. Let's start with Adam. I mean, I have the obvious one, and I have one that might surprise you, but like, couldn't take my. That's not where my notes are. <laughs> couldn't take my um, my eyes off this game. I'll start with my honorable mention game. It was fairly recent. Uh, honestly, Canucks and Canadians. When the Canucks went down that was four nothing very good game, in yeah. the first period. And I remember watching that game mainly because there was nothing else on. And I was like, well, this game's over. And then they come back to... Then they go up 5-4. Yeah. And then they went down 6-5 and then end up winning in overtime. I just, I'm a sucker for high-scoring hockey games. Yep. And they are nice to watch. That one was, um, I mean, that was just super exciting. As a fan of neither of those teams, I just couldn't take my eyes off. That was just good it's hockey. A fun game to watch. Well, not actually, no, not necessarily good hockey. It's almost bad hockey, but fun to watch. It's it's just. I mean, it's good in a way. It's bad entertaining in a way. hockey. Yeah, depends on how you're looking at it, right? Um, the easy one that I also just couldn't take my eyes off it, and same with my wife, just was like 
this game is absolutely insane, and uh, I know we'll talk about later. Viking spills. That game was. I I can't. That's the best regular season game I've ever seen since Chiefs Rams, the 54 51 overtime oh, game yeah. where Jared Goff just lit up yep. the Chiefs and beat Patrick Mahomes in one of my favorite games in recent memory. This one was right up there. Like to fumble on the one yard line to yeah. turn the ball over and they recover it for a touchdown. Like just. One of the more improbable wins ever. Yeah. Mr. Nick? Uh, I'd say my game of the year is not professional sports. It is uh, the University of, University of Michigan beating Ohio State at the Horseshoe to win the Big Ten division. It was the first time the University of Michigan has beat Ohio State at the Horseshoe since 2000. That's over 20 years. Yeah, I was, I was nine years old the last time. <laughs> I was nine years old. Math, people. <laughs> we we know it. <laughs> I was nine years old uh, the last time the uh, University of Michigan beat Ohio State in Columbus. So I know that being a Michigan fan, I'm not the biggest Michigan fan of all time, nowhere near it. That win meant a lot to a lot of people out there. And it was just like it's the start of what could possibly be a legacy, another Harbaugh Developing some very good football. God, I want them to win the national title so bad so, this year. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be tough without Blake Corner. New Year's Eve. Buckle up, folks. I don't know, man. Next man up. Yeah. That's what Michigan, in college. Michigan TCU. Donovan Edwards has looked very good, even with a hurt hand. Uh, my turn. Yes. My turn is the Ox Precisely. One. It's the Bills and. Bills and Vikings. I thought I said but, no Vikings content. Yeah, I thought you were uh, going to say any game with the Broncos this year. It's been, <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been close. Or the Raiders. That, I think, yeah. in the, the I don't Patriots. really get God, worked up during boring. regular season games. Uh, I can generally just go with the flow. Um, this game had me on the edge of my seat. It had me just about having a heart attack, I think, on multiple occasions. Uh, to have them be in the game, and at one point I said, you know what? They're in the game. That's all I can ask for. What can you do? It's the Bills. And then to take the lead, then to lose the lead, go into overtime, fumble, the catch, like, the it catch. had everything you want in a really good football game. We have a new The Catch. Which one? Well, like, there was, like, there's the a cap- couple of The Catches this there was There was The Catch, the original The Catch, which is the David, David Terry. No, Joe Montana to, oh, yes. to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Then yep. we have The Helmet Catch. Yeah. Then we have the... OBJ. OBJ. Yep. Now we have Justin Jefferson. Now we have Justin Jefferson, which leads me to my play of the year. Um, that one was probably one of, based on the situation, fourth and long... If you don't make that catch, fourth and over. 18. Yeah, fourth and 18. Um, you one-handed wrestle it away from a guy who literally only had to bat the ball down but wanted to go for the pick. Yeah, I still don't understand how he did that. Really that don't. Me. But there's been quite a few. George Pickens had one this year that was a sick one-handed catch. He's been unreal, too. And then Komet had one recently you know, where he, he one-handed it. It's been it's been prominent, but uh, the catch that Justin Jefferson won for me play of the year, Mr. Rashawn. Same. Same. You can't deny it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the greatest catches of all. As time. much as I said no Vikings 
content, like it's kind of hard to deny how impressive that was. Ah, you cunt! From an athletics standpoint, let's and go, Flamey boys. Yeah, just skill. Like it just—it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like thinking about what he did there. So, nope. I don't really see any other play that's even a contender. <sighs> there isn't. No. Anything else, boys? Well, the Flames are now down two to one. Uh, it took a power play. Maybe, maybe during the uh, holiday period before we record again, because we'll be taking a a hiatus. couple a couple week hiatus here to uh, wet the old whistles and get back at it soon. Uh, maybe we'll. Um, oh, I'll wet the old whistle. <laughs> we'll post some content on the uh, social media about. Uh, Honorable mention yeasties and whatnot. Our and beers of the years. Mm-hmm. All that jazz. Years, and our advent uh, calendar. Adolfo is going through one. I'm going through one. Rashad yeah, is not because he's a loser. Never tag it. You tag everyone. You only take the one out of four or eight. He's one for eight. To... He's about as good as Tua was I last get week. Right now. Um, I get it and I drink it. And well. You gotta drink it yeah. again. We'll be off for a couple weeks. Uh, we haven't made a plan yet of when, like, our first recording is going to be in the new year, but like, definitely before. I can't remember what weekend the NFL we're in, but like, definitely before playoffs start. A little pro- playoff preview. Playoff preview. Preview. Playoffs. Preview. Preview would be good. Um, but yeah, once again, everyone, just check this out. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We Thanks. appreciate you. Yep. We appreciate beer. Go drink some beer. Go drink some more beer. 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 Actually, sports. Uh, if you've got recommendations for us to have on the podcast, oh yeah, please, please either DM us. Only one of us has access to the. <laughs> yeah, someone forgot the password. Yes, the password. Uh, but in the comments, drop comments of try this beer from here, or this yep. is a good place to go get beer. This is a great brewery. We're Our, always open to suggestions. If you hear us mention a brewery and you like a beer that they produce, let us know. Yep. yep. We're willing to try breweries again. Just because we featured them once doesn't mean we won't feature them again. And if you yeah. want us to feature something other than an IPA, sure, recommend it. We are basic we bitches. Can't, we can't help ourselves. We can't help us help ourselves. Yeah. Not be an IPA. Yes. I so, mean, yeah. we literally just drank another IPA. Yeah, and it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. That's bad. okay. Let Literally. us know how it is tonight. I will. Maybe yeah. if it's maybe it's different. Maybe, maybe it's not a bulgy boy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe open it over your sink. We'll see all the There you go. All right. Here's good. All praise Sports to the dog. Fun. Go Canucks, go baby. Shut your mouth. Beer is good. <laughs> Boom, Viagra boys. <laughs> Viagra boys. Volleyball.